This is Simmering Thoughts with host Ryan Akers, where we lift the lid and sample slow-cooked thinking on Christian life and theology. We hope you will take the time to send us feedback about what you think about this episode and our past episodes. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Simmer Thoughts. On Instagram, you can also find us at simmeringthoughts.podbean.com. You can also find us on many podcast catchers. Please, if you could, take the time to rate and review us as well. Thank you for listening. Settle in and enjoy. Welcome back to Simmering Thoughts. My name is Ryan Akers, and I am the host of this program. I am the only voice you get to hear today. No guest hosts on this particular episode. Uh, That's one of the things that's going to make this a unique episode. Secondly, this is going to be a little bit of a look back episode. We'll have some new content and some other things, but I want to reflect a little bit because uh, I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break. So we're going to call this the end of season one of Simmering Thoughts. And we're going to begin fresh in probably January with what we're going to call season two of Simmering Thoughts. There will be a couple of changes, some new content, a new series coming. But today I wanted to take an opportunity and look back over some of the things that we've done in the last year and a half of Simmering Thoughts, 23 episodes that we've had, had two different series that we've done that have been fantastic to me, things that have blessed me, caused me to continue thinking even after we stop recording and to continue coming back to uh, through the course of things that have happened to me in my life and things that uh, folks that I minister with, uh, things that are happening in their lives, episodes that I've been able to share and, and speak to folks and, and get get feedback from that what we're saying and doing on this podcast, the way we go about it and the way we think about it, the way we speak has been resonating with those that are listening. And that is the entire reason that I'm recording this is not necessarily to show off how much I know, but no, but to, to, to sit and have an opportunity to talk through life and to talk through life in context of theology and to do that in a way that is thoughtful, that is, that is time consuming, uh, and that is in depth, at least to some degree to where real life application happens and and it's it is an academic work but it's also a life application work at the same time thinking through the concepts and also seeing how those affect real life and that's one of the questions we've asked especially in the last two episodes is how do we encourage others in these things and that's one of the big focuses that I've wanted to have as we've done this uh, I especially want to think about the fruit of the spirit episodes right now and the, the, that part of the series where we looked at each of the fruit and we were, we were constantly going back and saying to look at God and to, to seek out his attributes, to consider and to, to focus on how God, ref, that God shows us each of those fruit in who he is. And that, that, that as we are sanctified, as we become more Christ-like, that we are going to demonstrate those things, that we can encourage them in others, that we can encourage them by our own activities and our own discipline, but that these are things that are the working of the Holy Spirit in us, that, that we will be patient, that we will be people of peace, that we will love, 
that we will be kind and gentle, that we will be faithful, that we will continue the course uh, despite what happens to us, and that we will we will be reflecting and walking in the salvation that we've been given. And that is something to me that is a very uh, powerful thing to continue thinking about and going back and listening to again. Also want to think a little bit about the weather series and the different things that happen to us in life. So far, we've talked about dry weather. There's a season for all of us where things just aren't moving. We're, we're involved in all the different ministry things we're doing and, and life's going along, but it just it's just tough. It's dry. It's There's not a lot happening. And we've talked about times where the opposite is the case and everything's growing and you know it's a time of excitement and, and it's a time of blessing. It's a time of, of reaping and, and re- receiving and harvesting. We also looked at salvation along those same ideas, a, t- a, t- a way and a time that the Holy Spirit brings in the fruit and that, that ways that we can walk with somebody else as they go through those seasons. We've talked about seasons of doubt when we see the things of God and we hear these wonderful promises and we read the scripture and we think about who God is, but then the worries of life come and we wonder, is it really true? We, we look at different things that happen in doubt. And right off of that, we talked about how to discern and how to, to go in and to find what is good and continue thinking about what is good. And that's probably one of my favorite episodes we've done just because of that focus on the, the way that God uses scripture to point us to what is good. And so with those things in mind, I wanted to, to focus on two items in particular, two seasons in particular. And I'm not going to get into great depth here. This is, this is going to be a little bit shallower than some of our episodes, partly because it's just me and there's not the conversation. But I want to talk about clear sailing when the seas are, are steady and calm and when the, the sky is clear and bright and all is well and things are just moving smoothly. It is such an encouraging time to have those happen when the, the seas are calm. We, we can relax a little bit. We can calm down and we can enjoy and we can look out at what all is happening around us and take joy in the beauty of things. What, what does this look like? This idea of calm seasons. There are times in our lives where things are just sailing along. Everything's moving where, where the job front looks nice. Family relationships are going well. All of those things are progressing great. And while that's happening, life is fairly easy. Things, things don't go uh, wrong. Things aren't bumpy. The bills are getting paid. Everything's great. You're able to take vacations and on whatever else, have social time, have, have leisure time. And those times are so wonderful and so needed. There are times that, that we need in our lives, but there are dangers to that. And I think the biggest danger is that we get comfortable and we relax and we, we are, it's so easy in those times to let go of discipline and we lay down and we relax. You know, when I, when I go on vacation, sometimes it's hard for me to maintain my routines. It's hard to maintain the routine of reading scripture sometimes on vacation. And so I have to make a special focus in that time to read. Uh, similarly for me in summer, when I have a little bit of time off from teaching, I have that opportunity to get off routine. 
And I've had to put in new routines, routines that require me uh, to spend time reading, or I will sometimes forget to, and I'll go several days. There have been summers where I've been very poor about getting into the word and thinking about things theological and instead of just kind of coasting. And so it's important when we are in this great weather to not get get complacent, to not sit back and kick our feet up and, and let everybody else do the work, but to keep our routines going and to keep working. It's also a good time to, uh, to work on new skills. It's a time to, uh, to be equipped, to allow God to equip you uh, as you're sitting in those good seasons and enjoying consolidating your gains as, as a, a phrase that I'm familiar with, uh, especially in terms of a military idea of, you know, we've, we've taken this and now we need to uh, build up the structure that will hold the new gains that have had. Uh, and that's something that, that in education world, we sometimes think about that, you know, if we've, we've learned this new skill and now we need to consolidate it, we need to build the structure underneath it so that we can put another layer on top. And our fair weather is a great time to do that when the weather's sunny and it's easy and we can do good work. But sometimes it's been, uh, sometimes we are, we, we, we miss those times and we haven't had one in a while and the, the, the season just doesn't work right. And those times are hard. You're, you're looking at life and it's, and you're not connecting with the times of ease and the times of comfort. You're not connecting with what should be times of, of blessing in God. And it feels like everything's a rush and there's a swirl about everything. And I want to give you hope that this, the calm times will come. Uh, they may not come for long. They may come in, in small spurts. But to find times like that, to find times where the storm calms a little and to rest in those, to look forward to them and also to think back to times that have been good and use those kind of as uh, yard posts. You know, we think about in the Psalms so often uh, that the story of Israel is rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed. That out of Egypt we came and into the promised land and the, and, and the fathers did this and the fathers did that and these things happened and they, re, they go back and they rehash all of that. And there's a reason for that. We're supposed to write these things on our heart. We're supposed to set up altars uh, in our minds, uh, memorial stones. Uh, you think about the song, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. We think about the the verse where it says, "Here I raise my Ebenezer." Well, an Ebenezer is a, a a stone of hope. It's a it's a memorial to say, "Here was my helper," and and so that's a, a thing that you see throughout, especially in the Old Testament, especially in Genesis. Folks that that will raise up an altar and give a gift of of thanksgiving, an altar, an offering of thanksgiving, an offering of celebration. And I think we need to do that in our minds with times where the weather is fair. We need to remind ourselves of those times and go back to them when the weather's a little bit challenging. I say that in, in a particular mind, because, you know, part of the reason I have not been recording is because I've had some health things going on, uh, an unexplained thing. We don't know what it is yet. And, uh, still going through testing. And so it's a little unnerving. You know, I was off work for several weeks and I've not been able to record the podcast much. And it's just been a, a big challenge to have energy and to have the emotional level and to have the margin to function in life. It's just been tough for me. It's not been fair weather, uh, but yet I can look back at the times that were fair weather just recently and I can rest on those and, and enjoy that memory. And I can look forward to times that that'll come again. 
And I can encourage folks and share with folks when I'm in those seasons and, and pull them to that season. Not that I can force it on them, but I can invite them to share in mine. Uh, and some of that is to be willing to leave my season behind and to step into somebody else's challenge and to lift them up in prayer. Yes, but also in real life things to go in and sit with somebody who's having a tough day to visit, to send a message, to, to uh, send a gift, even sometimes as simple as that, just a phone call. And those are hard to do when you're, it's, for me, it's hard to do, especially when times are good to remember that, oh, hey, I need to pick up a phone call and call somebody. It is challenging. And it's, it's a part of relationship that I am afraid that we're, we're letting go. It's, it's a relationship building thing and a responsibility that we have that I'm concerned my generation and the ones behind me are not as good at. It's something that, that we haven't had to do because we haven't had to do. Uh, for a variety of reasons, but that we need to do that. We need to encourage and share our good times with others and be willing to accept others sharing their good times with us, uh, which is hard to do. It is hard to, to, to celebrate with those who celebrate. It is sometimes hard to do that. When you're in a season of mourning, it is hard to sit next to somebody who is celebrating something in their life and to celebrate with them. Uh, sometimes it, it makes for guilt in you and, and it's hard to, to get together with them and, and meet them in their joy. I think about especially how my wife and I have walked through uh, fertilization issues and, and the ability to have children and the struggles. And I've had this to a degree and nothing like what my wife has dealt with, but the emotions of seeing families growing and seeing uh, pregnant folks all over the place. When you're, when you're desperately wanting a child, you see more people pregnant than in any other time. And it's hard. It hurts. Your pain hurts and it's real pain. It shouldn't be ignored, but at the same time, it's healthy to look at someone else's joy and join them in it because it, it, it opens our minds up and it allows us to broaden our experience and to empathize with others. And that, that opens into our lives the goodness of God, even in seasons where it doesn't feel it to us. That God gives and God takes away, and God is still to be blessed and celebrated and worshipped, even in those times of struggle. And it, it's hard to join someone else in their times of joy. And similarly, not only is it hard to, to join in others' times of joy, but when you're in a time of joy, it's hard to join someone else's time of sorrow and mourning. It's hard to mourn with those who mourn when you're not one of them, when you're not in a mourning season. But it is so important. And that that is a, a thing that we can do is to, to, to have that empathy to sit alongside someone else. And that's come up so many times. In, in our episodes so far in this first season and the first year and a half of, of Simmering Thoughts, that empathy is so important to the life of a believer. That we look at others, th- not through our own eyes, but through their eyes, firstly, and also, well, not firstly, also through their eyes. Firstly, we need to look at others through God's eyes. We need to, to look at them through the eyes of what scripture tells us about us all. 
And that way we can kind of protect others in their seasons. You know, if they're in a, in a rainy season, maybe we can be that person who comes along and offers an umbrella with our own lives. And, and if they're in a time of sea, a time of sun and fair weather, then we're not going to come along and uh, drop a rain cloud on top of them. It's so important for us to edify each other and to build one another up. And that's, that's kind of what that means. Uh, the idea of building one another up is, is to take, take them where they are and, and grow them toward Christ. And we do that not by, again, not by forcing them, but by being active in their lives in a way that our discernment and our wisdom can see where they're growing and encourage that and see where they're struggling and encourage them in that area. And it's, it's a difficult thing to do, but it's something we are called to do. And I think about the times of storm and, and I've been in that time here recently, a time of difficulty, a time of a lot of thought. I've had a lot of time to by myself in silence, uh, because of the nature of what was going on. I wasn't able to go to work and, and was sitting at home during the day and chose to not watch a lot of TV and not listen to a lot of music. And I spent a lot of time sitting on my front porch, quite honestly, uh, sometime reading a lot of time on Twitter but a lot of time just sitting in silence and enjoying God's creation. And though the things were swirling in my mind and things were swirling around me, I was able to contemplate and able to reflect on the goodness of God. And so despite the fear that I have in some ways about not knowing what's going on in my body, I still trust that all is well. I trust that all is well, not anything on that, that that's on my end of things, but I trust things are well because I trust that God does not desire evil to me. And I can do that because I, I see in the word, the promises that God has made to his people. And I see that those who have faith in him and who trust him and rely on him, he desires their good. All things work together. And I know that sometimes it's hard to hear that. And I've said that before. It's hard to hear that in the seat of suffering. But it's so important to us to remind ourselves that God desires to cause good for his people. Now, as we get to our best good, it takes going through struggle sometimes. It takes, you know, growth as a, as a baby grows. It isn't always comfortable. Uh, think back to middle school and those growth spurts in, the, in, in middle school and high school. And I used to have the worst knee pains, but that growth was necessary and it isn't always the most comfortable and similar things happen to us spiritually. That as we go through those struggles, they're refining us. They're, they're God's pruning of us. It sometimes happens through times of struggle, medical struggles, emotional struggles, relational struggles, a variety of different things. It is such a blessing to be able to open God's word and to see his promises and to rest in them, even though things are difficult. And the words of Job that, that echo all the way through the years and the words of David that echo through the years. And for me, the words of Peter and of Paul and of John and of James that echo through the year, encouraging others through times of persecution, through times of struggle. Those are so important. And those have been covered in a variety of different ways on the podcast as we've gone through this first year. And so I just want to encourage you in those ways. 
that that even if you're in clear weather, even if you're in stormy weather, that relying on God's promises and looking to them and resting in them is such a boon and such a protection in, in both circumstances. It's a protection against complacency. It's a protection against uh, pride and hubris in the times of good weather. And it's a protection against despondency and depression in the difficult seasons. It's an opportunity to rest in God's promises, which we're supposed to be doing constantly to remind ourselves, to remind our children, to remind our fellows to walk in those promises. Easier said than done. Much easier said than done. But I commend it to you that that at all times you put before you God's promises and, and his attributes and who he is and what he has done. We I keep saying those things and, and what he has promised to us through his word. And God's word, Old Testament, New Testament, all of it is so beautifully put together to encourage us in those, in those truths. Even looking at the Old Testament, what some folks read as doom and gloom prophets, almost every single one of them ends with promise. And the ones that don't end with promise typically have the promise built in, in the process of the judgment. There will come a time and and remembering that there will come a time that Christ comes back. There will come a time that as uh, as a believer, when my physical body ends on this earth, as it is today, that's not the end of the story. There's more to it. There's a resurrection coming. There's the next step. Christ is coming again to recreate heaven and earth, to make all things new. And that excites me. And even in the difficult day, even in the day where I have zero energy, that excites me and that allows me to see myself in perspective. And that leads me kind of to the thought of what's going to come next for simmering thoughts. We are going to take a break. Uh, at some point early in 2019, I'm hoping in January, but it might be February before we actually get rolling. I'm going to be recording several episodes with some folks that I know from Twitter as usual. Uh, some friends of mine that I've developed over the years, a, a couple of folks that I know from real life, and we're going to discuss what is man? What is man that God is mindful of us? What is man that this whole story of redemption exists. Why is this? And there are so many different ways to look at it and the implications of what comes from who is man, what is man that God has created. And we are going to take that and look at it and look at it from several different angles and take our time. And I hope to, in the process of that, give us some perspective. And I would not be surprised if I followed that up with an episode that looks at who is God. Uh, in a way, we've already been doing that. In a way, we're going to be doing that as we consider who is man. I'm not sure exactly what that's going to look like after that series. I don't know exactly how, how long that series will last. It will be at least five, maybe six episodes. And I may find ways to make those episodes uh, or make more episodes and content that goes in with that. But that's where I am right now. I'm looking forward to this very much. I'm really looking forward to some of the guests we're going to have. I've been conversing with some friends recently, uh, 
and setting up who would be those guests that are going to be on during that time and going to be laying out exactly how we're going to do that. It's, it's not all finalized yet. It's coming. And that's part of the reason we're going to take a break so that I can focus on that and not be worried about new content other than that. And that I have time to really sop and simmer about it. And part of this is as I'm growing in the podcast, I'm, I'm kind of learning my routine and my rhythm. And I think uh, a wisdom there for me to set up two or three times of recording during the course of the year and focus on short, uh, almost mini series type things, uh, a little bit more like how, say, the BBC handles television shows. They have more what we would call seasons per year, but they are also a little bit shorter than what a normal American television series is. And so that allows uh, for me as a podcaster to spend a little bit more time focusing and I can, I can record ahead a little bit easier. So that's what I'm going to be doing and then releasing as we go. Uh, I'm very excited for this upcoming series. Looking at who man is an anthropology uh, series is really what it's going to boil down to theological anthropology. Who is man in the eyes of theology, in the study of God, who is man? And I, it, it's looking at man from man's viewpoint is easy because that's who we are. And, but the problem is we miss see ourselves. And so we're going to look at it from a theological standpoint, from God's view, what is man that he has shown us from his revealed word? Who are we? Why are we the way we are? How do we get here? We will be looking at at several other areas of theology in the process. There's no way to isolate yourself into one branch of theology in, a, in any kind of discussion like this. There will be be uh, parts that we, we deal with sin, that we deal with salvation. We're going to be dealing with uh, relationships. Uh, there may be a whole episode on uh, marriage, a couple of episodes on marriage, on sex, on similar things like that, where we deal with the depth of humanity. And what is humanity? What What is it like to be a human? Why, why are we the way we are in some ways? Um, it should not be light. It will probably be pretty deep. It will probably be, be heavy and that's okay. We'll take our time with it as we always have on Simmering Thoughts. And I hope to encourage the listener and to help us understand ourselves better in the process. That we're going to take the time to to really consider who we are. And, and the psalmist calls us to that. The psalmist calls us to consider ourselves. Uh, Ecclesiastes, the preacher, calls us to consider and to look at what wh- who we are and the different, the different aspects of life. The Proverbs, throughout the Proverbs, we're called to examine wisdom and foolishness and to examine ourselves in light of wisdom and foolishness. And that continues into the New Testament as well in a variety of ways and throughout the Old Testament. So we're going to sit and we're going to look and and consider who is man. And I've already said that several times, so I'm going to stop saying it, but I do want to encourage you to listen to that. During this break, If you want to come back and listen to some of the episodes of Simmering Thoughts that you might have missed, I would really appreciate that, that you would share it with friends, that you would uh, speak about it, that you would get others to listen to it and increase the listeners so that when we do come back, uh, there are more people ready and there are more people listening. That would be wonderful. That would be my prayer. But I also understand that it's hard to bring somebody into a podcast that's not publishing actively. So we'll be back shortly uh, and look forward to that. Look, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Simmer Thoughts, on Facebook, 
also at Simmer Thoughts. Um, and on Instagram, we are at Simmering Thoughts Podcast. The last few weeks, I've been doing something fairly regularly called a Simmering Thought for the Day on those platforms. I encourage you to follow those and to share those widely as you see them. Encourage other folks to read them, make comments, feedback, have conversations with me about it. But that's something I would, I'm going to be doing uh, in the interim as well uh, before we start relaunching the next set of episodes. Be in prayer for me as I face uh, figuring out what in the world's going on with my body. Also be in prayer for me as I go through uh, the process of preparing this next uh, series of episodes. And then on a personal and ministry kind of uh, front, be in prayer for me as well. Uh, we're looking at entering a formal period of uh, heading toward ordination and licensing or licensing and ordination as it, as it functions in the Southern Baptist Church. Uh, as I'm going through that process of uh, looking at entering the ministry and what that's going to look like, uh, where God is leading me, that he would give me clarity of mind and discernment. Uh, I thank you all so much for listening. It is a blessing to me to see those who listen. I pray that you will share the word about simmering thoughts, that we'll have some more listeners. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, feel free to email me at simmering thoughts. Uh, sorry, simmeringthoughts at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, feel free to send me direct messages on Twitter. Contact me any way you'd like to. Uh, I'm easy to find online, uh, both under the name Ryan Akers and also at the podcast for Simmering Thoughts. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have enjoyed our first season. I certainly did. I am really looking forward to what's going to come next. I pray that God will bless you all during the upcoming holiday season, that you will see who he is and the absolute wonder of the coming of Christ in Christmas. And that as we approach the advent of our Lord, that we look forward to the cross and we look forward to the fact that the cross leads to the tomb and that we see that the tomb is empty and that the empty tomb draws our eyes to heaven where Christ is seated physically, bodily, next to the Father, interceding for us, no matter the weather we have. Christ is interceding for us, and that the Holy Spirit he sent to us groans in ways that we can't even put into words when we pray. And the two of them communicate with the Father, and the Father desires to give us good gifts. Thank you for listening to this episode of Simmering Thoughts and this first season. I'd like to thank also those who have hosted this podcast with me, especially Chris Dean, who was our co-host for quite a few of the episodes. I look forward to having some new co-hosts and some returning co-hosts as well as we go into the next season. Thank you all for listening. I pray that God will take care of you that he will keep you and guard you as he said in his word he will. And until next time and we start the new season, I pray that you will take the time to simmer and to think and to dwell on who God is and how great he is.